Lord, give me a sign, is what some people ask, and signs don't work. Is that true? Find out on this episode of Adverse. Coming to you from Silver Spring, Maryland, welcome to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation on life principles, contemporary issues, and thought-provoking perspectives. Now here's your host, Justin Kim, with Inverse. Hey, welcome on to Inverse. My name is Justin Kim, and in the studio we have Jonathan Israel and Callie. Hello, guys. Hello. Hey. We're very happy that you guys are joining us. Oh. We want to encourage you. <laughs> We're going to encourage you to go to inversebible.org, and we're looking at the topic of beyond death, beyond death. We had some great episodes, and you can catch up if you want uh, by going to hopetv.org slash inverse and look at all the past episodes and different topics there as well. But we're in currently week six on the topic of the miracle at Bethany. So we're in John chapter 11. Callie, can you pray for us? Absolutely. Father in heaven, thank you for these words that you have preserved for us. Thank you for the stories and thank you for the truths that are revealed there. I ask that you'd guide us by your Holy Spirit, that you would help us to see uh, the truth of what happens after you die, but um, also that we would see your heart more clearly and we would see how these different things apply to our lives even today. Amen. We ask that you would do this because we ask in Christ's name. Amen. 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 You know, this, uh, this topic, um, it's, we're taking a much more didactic approach to, to like death. It. But, what's that? I like it. You, you like it? That's all. But I, I like <laughs> it how it's about, about death, what happens, and all that stuff. But there's also, there's all these, um, I don't want to say side lessons, but these really core lessons that always, that tie in. It's not just about, okay, when you die, you're just sleeping. There's, a, there's, a, there's a, an experiential component to how we should live our lives. Yeah. And it's, I don't know, I've been very convicted on, on, on not all the lessons, but some of the lessons. <laughs> uh, <laughs> like, you're not always convicted every time you read the Word of God. <laughs> well, you know, uh, others clarify right, my understanding, right. and others it's like, man, that's, that's exactly what I need to hear at, at this time in yeah. my life stage. But anyway, Kelly? Something I like about it, I don't know if this is the right way to describe it, but the way I've been describing it to my loved ones is like, I feel like we're taking an almost antagonistic view of it, of mm. like going through the verses that people use to derail it yeah, yeah, yeah. and studying it like not being like oh we just won't look at those we'll look at the the happy path yeah, yeah. but actually you look at all of scripture because yeah. we don't have to be afraid of verses we don't understand sure, immediately. Sure. I don't know how many people yeah. out there, you guys out there I mean you're reading through scripture I'm like wait, wait I thought the Bible was this but this passage doesn't mm -hmm. doesn't kind of lend itself to that and so that's why we're choosing the text that we are yeah. um, let's go to John 11 which is a nice passage probably pretty mm -hmm. one of the core passages of scripture well every 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 passages <laughs> uh, but uh, Israel can you read from verse 21 through until you get tired okay yeah I'll read to 27 okay <laughs> <laughs> I'll get tired. When I, when I hit 27, I'm going to get tired. All right. Now Martha said to Jesus, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would not have died. But even now, I know that whatever you ask of God, God will give you. Jesus said to her, your brother will rise again. Martha said to him, I know that he will rise again in the resurrection at the last day. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. And whosoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? She said to him, Yes, Lord, I believe that you are the Christ, the Son of God, who is to come into the world. Mm. Jonathan, what's, um, well, we, we can all we'll jump all this, but 
Um, Jonathan, what's what's going on? And could give us a, a short introduction. To yeah. So this is a really powerful story because mm. it's it's uh, it's affecting the friends of Jesus. Jesus was with his disciples, who I guess became his friends too. Mm -hmm. But Lazarus um, and Martha and Mary, they they are friends, people that Jesus would go to, kind of you know, take a break. Uh, in Bethany. And so over the course of his ministry, he's been there a couple of times, but now uh, he's not there and his friend Lazarus dies. He passes away. He's sick and dies. Jesus gets the message earlier that he's sick. Please come, Jesus. Come heal him. We know you can do this. And Jesus tarries. And then when he comes, Lazarus has passed away. And so what Israel just read was the interaction between Jesus and Martha mm -hmm. about this, you know, tragic situation. But Jesus is trying to clarify something for her that you know, someone is here who can do something about this, yeah, even yeah. now. You mentioned that Jesus tarries, and mm -hmm. usually when Jesus does these small little things, there's, 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 there's intentionality. No why? Yeah. Why does he tarry here? Which also gives us in, insight into when Jesus tarries with us. There's mm -hmm. also mm -hmm. implications there. Why does he tarry? Mm -hmm. That's a good question. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think w w we don't know the answer to why. That's why it's so difficult. If we mm -hmm. knew why Jesus tarried, then mm -hmm. we would then be able to kind of know uh, be able to deal with the pain. Mm. In, in, here, in, in some of the stories, there's a reason that is exposed. And you find there's three times, by the way, that Jesus resurrects people mm -hmm. in his uh, earthly ministry. Mm -hmm. One of them is Lazarus that we're dealing with. Mm -hmm. Another one is a widow's uh, son. Mm -hmm. And another one is Jairus's daughter, yeah. mm -hmm. a little girl who's 12 years old. Mm -hmm. And in that case, in Jairus's daughter, you can see that within her story, there's something else that's happening, right? There's another woman who has been sick and there's all these comparisons and contrasts that take place. And her story helps you understand Jairus's daughter's story. Mm -hmm. And so in many situations or many times, the reason why God delays with us is because he's teaching us valuable stories or valuable lessons, sorry, about the world around mm -hmm. us. And these valuable lessons are essential because they actually, they're intended to draw us closer to Him. Mm -hmm. So we learn, we tend to learn more about God's character through our difficulties and through our, uh, through the great times in our experience. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Um, the Jairus' daughter was, Jesus was tarried by a matter of hours, correct? Mm -hmm. I mean, yeah. she had already passed away and the servant comes like, hey, don't even come because she's dead. Yeah. Yeah. And, uh, and, and it shows that God, that Jesus had the power to resurrect even after death. But mm -hmm. very interesting, if you go to verse, um, verse 39, mm -hmm. John chapter 11, verse 39, Jesus said, take away the stone. Martha, the sister of him who was dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there is a stench, for yeah. he has been dead four days. Yeah. Uh, the old, I like the old King James, and Lord, he stinketh, you know, <laughs> I just, I, I just there's, a, there's a certain humor in that. But when the Lord tarries, it's not because he's late, it's not because he mm -hmm. doesn't, he's, he's very mindful of that delay. Yeah. All the other resurrections that you mentioned before were within that day or very near to time of death. Mm -hmm. And so the accusation is that, oh, they weren't really dead or there wasn't a real resurrection or whatnot. Jesus finds out that Lazarus is dead and then intentionally waits and is and it's now the body has is on the process of decomposing. So everyone knows that this mm -hmm. is a death, death, death. Yeah. And so the fact that this resurrection is more quote glorious than the other ones is that it's a, it's a it's 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 the delay was was proof yeah. to the enemies mm -hmm. of, of Jesus. Kelly and Jonathan. Another verse of <laughs> I, I'm with Israel. I'm not 100% sure why Jesus did this. Mm. One of my favorite verses in all of the scripture and it's in this story is 11 uh, verse 5. 11 verse 5. Yep. So but let's go before that a little bit. So verse 3 is someone comes and tells Jesus, Lord, behold, you who you love. 
he who you love is sick. Yeah. And then Jesus verse says what he says about his sickness, sickness not unto death, but the glory of God. And verse five, now Jesus loved Martha and yep. her sister and Lazarus. Mm -hmm. So when he heard that he was sick, he stayed mm -hmm. two more days in the place where he was. Mm -hmm. And so those, those two things being true at the same time mm -hmm. of Jesus loved everyone in the story. Yeah. And because of that love, even though we're not sure why, Jesus stayed yeah. and he didn't go immediately. Mm -hmm. Yeah. There, you know, there are two things here that uh, really stand out to me. And the first thing is that we are here now coming to the close of Jesus's ministry. Mm. He's approaching the final, you know, days and hours of his public ministry on this earth, proving to the world that he is the Messiah. And so he is now performing an incredibly important uh, miracle uh, to, to really to, you know, strengthen that reality that he is the Son of God. Mm. He is God, mm -hmm. right? Uh, and so this, 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 this resurrection uh, is key uh, to, to, to his messiahship because if he can resurrect Lazarus, he can resurrect all of us, right? Mm -hmm. uh, the second point is that Jesus, if you look at uh, 11 verse, uh, chapter 11, verse 11, mm -hmm. it says here, he talks to his disciples, these things he said, and after that he said to them, our friend Lazarus sleeps, but I go that I may wake him up. To Jesus, the death that Lazarus is experiencing is just a sleep. Mm -hmm. It is what, you know, it, it is, there's a return from this kind of death. It's possible through the word of God, through Jesus resurrecting him. And so from the perspective, because you were asking, why would he do that? From the perspective of Jesus, he sees a different reality than we do. Mm -hmm. You know, we are, we are very concerned when people are about to pass away and, and rightly so. It is, that's, that's a totally legitimate uh, emotional reaction that we can have and an experience and Jesus understands. I mean, he, he wept, he, he, he is there with us, mm -hmm. right? But from his perspective, even the, the, the temporary death of a friend um, is, he can allow that for, uh, to, to, so God will be glorified. And he's not, you know, uh, try, trying to exploit the pain or anything, uh, but he's, he's, he's teaching important realities uh, and I'm not saying this is all the reasons why I did this, but I think it's something to consider yeah. that even when we go through some of these struggles, there might be a greater purpose that will benefit everyone and will glorify God. Mm -hmm. uh, and, and the fact that he, you know, for Jesus, this is not the end. Mm -hmm. It's not the end. The, the key word really in this passage for me that I see that's repeated is the word believe. Yeah, yes. he, it's repeated over and over. Verse 15, I am glad for your sakes that I was not there, that you may believe. Mm -hmm. Nevertheless, let us go to him. Then then you go down to, I mean, we can, there's many verses here, but verse, um, verse of 26, mm -hmm. Who's, whoever lives and believes in me shall never die. Do you believe this? Mm -hmm. And then she answers, yes, Lord, I believe. I mean, you see, believe, 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 coming down, coming down here. There, uh, there, was a Jew, there was a Jewish understanding that mm -hmm. within three days, people could be resurrected. Right. Was, these weren't like real deaths. So Jesus does tarry behind and make sure that it's, you know, one, two, three, and he wants to make sure that this is a, a point where people would believe in yeah. him. Mm -hmm. uh, but do they? Uh, we know that, that Martha and many, many do, but there's also others who don't, right? Yeah. Uh, so do, I mean, I guess the, 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 the thing for me is, even if Jesus were to give all proof on the existence of God and his whatever, mm -hmm. there are still people out of the sinful heart who still don't believe yeah. Yeah. I mean, in the resurrection. Like the very next story after this, that starts in verse 45, is the plot to kill Jesus. Mm. So yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. some people react to this and be like, wow, what a great man this is. Maybe we should follow him. Other people are like, yeah, he should die. Mm. Yeah. And there's even like plots to kill Lazarus, like again. And so yeah. there's, it's, 
All it, does, <laughs> all it does, it seems to do, the sign, is just intensify the direction they were already going. Yeah. Like, you have Martha who's just like, yeah, you know, I believe that you could resurrect. Like, I get it. Yeah. And then, like, so her, her belief is intensified by what Jesus does for Lazarus. Mm -hmm. But others who have been sending spies, right, to watch Jesus and what he does and try to catch him, they're using him restoring life as a reason to kill him, mm -hmm. which makes no sense. Because, yeah, I mean, that, that, <laughs> what? there's that, a great irony in that. Like, yeah. what are you doing? That is such <laughs> a critical point because, you know, we can easily judge them here, but this, this comes down to our personal lives as well. Yeah. Uh, what direction am I going? Am I holding off on committing to Christ because I need that visible miracle? Or do I have a willingness to consider what he's offering, mm -hmm. even without the miracle, as I look to the Word of God? Mm -hmm. Because when we do, we will experience the miracle in our heart, the transformation, et cetera, et cetera. But if we hold off with our... Well, Jonathan, hold, hold, that, hold sure. that thought. Also, <laughs> we need to take a break right now. When we come back, we'll hear from Jonathan. Has Inverse been a blessing to you? Do you have questions, comments, or feedback you'd like to leave us? Find us on social media by searching Inverse Bible on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, or YouTube. While there, join us, like us, heart us, thumbs up us. Our handle again is Inverse Bible, no spaces. Now, back to the discussion. Welcome back. We're looking at John chapter 11 and the miracle of the resurrection of Lazarus. And Jonathan, you're commenting on belief. Yes, uh, what we see here in this play out in this story is that um, even after this incredible miracle, uh, there were individuals who believed and those who didn't believe. And as Kelly pointed out, a miracle uh, usually just solidifies you and strengthens you in whatever trajectory you were already going. Mm -hmm. And so for me, what I want to learn from this story is, first of all, I don't want to put off belief in Jesus. I want to have an open heart and, and, and an, an openness to understand truth and learn truth and walk with the, walk with the Lord and grow, whatever. But it, what I see here is, the danger is that when I, when I hold off to, you know, or, or have a skeptical attitude at all times, I might even see an incredible miracle and then, you know, what do they do? They try to kill him. Mm -hmm. I mean, what, what, what kind of opposite is this reaction? Okay. Yeah. And we might think that's insane, but that is what will happen. Yeah. So I think an openness, uh, an attitude of openness and trying to, to be willing to, to grow and learn um, from the Word and from Christ uh, will help us to to appreciate then when the miracle takes place and, and these things take place in our lives uh, and it will, it will strengthen our faith then in that direction. But mm -hmm. uh, it, it requires not putting it off. Mm -hmm. you know. Yeah, what's crazy is that in, a, in another story, Jesus actually gives a parable about Lazarus and actually mentions him by name. And the purpose there is he's saying, even, even if we were to give you a miracle, which he does, names him by name, right? Mm -hmm. Even if we were to give you a miracle where uh, to prove that you're Messiahship and that Jesus, you're the Messiah, you would actually never believe a miracle more than you're able to believe the Word of God. Mm -hmm. A person who does not believe in the Word of God, no matter what happens, will never, will never ever be able to believe in, in His Word. Mm. And so I think what Christ is trying to say here in verse 4 is clearly everything that happens in our lives, mm -hmm. I, this is, I think, the takeaway from me, everything that happens in our lives is so that the Son of God may be glorified through it. We, a lot of times we're thinking about, God, why does this happen to me? Are you trying to torture me? Are you trying to teach me some kind of lesson? Are you trying to twist me to be some, someone that I'm not? The purpose of everything that happens to us in life is so that the Son of God might be glorified through it. Secondly, I think I never saw it before until you said it, Jonathan, is that 
our reality is different from God's reality. That's cle clearly seen in the text in verse 11. It says, our friend Lazarus sleeps. And then later on it says, clearly he's dead. Mm -hmm. Our reality, the way we're experiencing life right now, as real as it seems to us, is different from the reality or from the perspective that God takes upon our lives. We see things from a very uh, a narrow-minded perspective with a worldview that surrounds only, only our, our little uh, you know, sphere of influence, whereas God sees things from a very, very different perspective. Mm -hmm. He not only sees it through our perspective, but through everyone else's perspective, not only sees it through the present, but sees it through, through the past, present, and future, mm -hmm. right? And then lastly, Verse 35, the, the, the shortest verse in all of Scripture, Jesus wept. Regardless of our experience, regardless of what we're going through, regardless of his perspective differing from ours, mm -hmm. Christ has the ability, even though he knows he's going to resurrect Lazarus in just a few more verses, mm -hmm. he still weeps with those who weep, right? And so you have this, this picture of Christ entering into the human experience. And so many times we kind of, when we're going through life, we wonder, is is Christ here? Is Christ with me? And here it's a beautiful, it's a beautiful text. It's the shortest text in all of scripture is the most beautiful text because it shows that Jesus finds a way to intersect himself with the human experience, to feel mm -hmm. the yeah. pain that the human heart feels whenever we lose, uh, whenever we lose someone or whenever we're going through a, a mm -hmm. difficult time in our experience. Mm -hmm. Yeah, let's actually read that passage a little more in depthly and, and let's pick up from verse 32. I mean, this is I mean, it's just, it's, it's beautiful. Yeah. Uh, verse 32, Then when Mary came uh, where Jesus was and saw him, she fell down at his feet, saying to him, Lord, if you had been here, my brother would have not died. Therefore, when Jesus saw her weeping and the Jews who came with her weeping, he groaned in the spirit and was troubled. And he said, Where have you laid him? And they said to him, Lord, come and see. And Jesus mm -hmm. wept. Then the Jews said, See how he loved him. And some of them said, Could not this man who opened the eyes of the blind also have kept this man from, from dying. Mm -hmm. Yeah, one of the shortest verses in the Bible, but one of the most emotively powerful yeah. verses in the Bible. Uh, it, you know, he is definitely um, empathizing uh, uh, with, with compassion with, for, for, uh, for Mary, mm -hmm. but he's also on a different level. Mm -hmm. right? <clears throat> it says there the Jews were there who came with her uh, weeping, and he's doing all this to to orchestrate some some uh, his 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 divinity mm -hmm. to, to the Jews, yeah. and he knows the Jews are not going to believe, yeah. Yeah. right? And so his, heart his, his, his 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 heart's breaking yeah. for them as mm -hmm. well. In, in addition for mm -hmm. her, right? Uh, because of their unbelief. Yeah. I mean, it's just this the multi-layeredness of this is, and the irony is in verse thirty-seven. Some of them said, "Oh, could not this man who opened the eyes of the <laughs> blind?" Why can't he do anything? And the irony is like this person is blind because they don't see. Yeah. Right. Yeah. They don't. They're not getting. I'm like, well, he healed. Why can't? I mean, mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Just, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I was going to keep reading, oh, if that's okay. Yeah. Uh, so verse 38, yep. so then Jesus, again groaning in himself, came to the tomb. It was a cave and a stone lay against it. Jesus said, take away the stone. This is the verse uh, you read earlier. Martha, the sister of him who is dead, said to him, Lord, by this time there's a stench, for he has been dead four days. Jesus said to her, did I not say to you that if you would believe, you would see the glory of God? Mm -hmm. And you said earlier, I think it was you, Justin, about we see a lot of belief in this passage and we see a lot of Jesus grappling with other people's unbelief. Mm -hmm. And he's not, he's not like blasting them for it, like, oh, I hate you. He's just like, can you just 
Like, please. He's crying for like, me. Like, I just, I really wish you could see it. Mm -hmm. um, so even there, he's like, did I, didn't I say, like, I would, I would do this? Um, and again, to the people, like you said, the Jews are watching. He's like, I mean, Jesus had, had said in other passages as well, like, what, what else can I do, like, to convince you? Mm -hmm. Like, I've shared all this truth. I'm resurrecting someone right in front of you. And I know that you're going to use this to go and plot my destruction. Mm, yeah. Like, what else am I supposed to do? Mm -hmm. And I think that might have even been something that's hard for Jesus because you know, he, he knew the impact of his miracles on other people. He knew that it just solidified them wherever he was going. So it's like, I'm pushing you in the direction you're already going, mm -hmm. but I'm going to relieve the suffering. And that, that's just so hard. Like, because Jesus can see so much, like, it must be so incredibly hard to make any decision mm -hmm. because it's just like you have to do, but it's like you have to let people make their own decisions and he's, he's going to do that. Yeah, it's yeah. beyond human imagination to try to put ourselves in God's place. Yeah, it's just like, that's yeah. just, but sometimes we, again, like, to me that that's comforting to know that the right person is God right. with the character that he has. Yeah. And it gives me so much more trust in him yeah. because like you love me immensely and you love everybody immensely. And like you said, like you're painting on such a bigger canvas than I can mm -hmm. see. Mm -hmm. And that gives me so much more trust with the small sphere that I inhabit. It also shows the limitation of human belief mm -hmm. and God's pity upon that, right? Like if you, if you notice in verse 32, if you had been here, then my brother would not have died. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So it's like, yeah, God, we believe in you. We believe wholeheartedly in you. Point. Yeah. So much up to this point, right? Yep. And then, man, could it have been that if he was here that maybe he would not have died? And, and what God is trying to say is like, you don't bring glory to me when I fulfill your expectations, mm. you know? And that's so much we, are, we limit God to what our imagination is able to, to grasp. Yeah. Mm. And God says that does not bring glory to me. It actually brings glory to you because you have created a God in your own mind and 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 the glory of god goes far beyond what human ability is able to grasp mm. and so here god says i'm going to show you the glory of god mm. that it's not a matter of you know if he if i would have been here he would have died that's true but i go way beyond that it's true that i could have prevented him from dying but i go way beyond that mm -hmm. it's true that i could have resurrected them if if he had just died like jairus's daughter but i go way beyond that mm -hmm. it's true that i could raise him from the dead even after four days but i go way beyond that mm -hmm. way beyond whatever expectation you're able to present about God. He says, I go way beyond that. And that understanding is critical for us to have as human beings that God will always surpass our ability to define him. Mm. You know, it's powerful. Awesome. Awesome. Uh, beyond death. Yes. Beyond, beyond death. Yes. <laughs> beyond death, beyond death. Uh, if you can go quickly to verse 43, 43, um, you know, Jesus now the actual miracle. He says, now when he had said these things, he cried with a loud voice, Lazarus, come forth, verse 44. And he who had died came out bound hand and foot with great clothes and his face was wrapped with a cloth. Jesus said to him, loose him and let him go. I mean, this is just an incredible, incredible moment. I want, I want to be there. I would have, would have wanted to be, see that moment. Um, here we see a couple of things that I want to point out. Jesus um, now comes to that point where he goes beyond all these things that we could even think of. And he speaks Lazarus come forth with a loud voice and Lazarus comes forth. The Word of God can infuse life into a dead corpse. Mm -hmm. And that, I mean, besides the fact that that gives us hope that, you know, if we pass away before Jesus comes again, He can resurrect us. He has resurrection power. But that resurrection power can also apply to, you know, any deadness we feel inside. If, we, if our hearts are, you know, messed up, our lives are messed up, we feel dead inside, whatever it is, Jesus' Word can totally transform that and, and resurrect 
our lives, resurrect our hearts, transform our lives into having the real life, which is mm. what he's saying. If yes. we go to verse, um, uh, where is this? Verse 20, I'm the resurrection and the life. 25. 25. Yeah. Jesus said to her, I am the resurrection and the life. He who believes in me, though he may die, he shall live. For Jesus, the resurrection that Martha is pointing to in the future is a present reality. Uh, because Jesus is the resurrection, present tense, right? He is the life. So when we walk with him, we can have total assurance that he, the Messiah, who is, is power over death, you know, uh, we have hope when we are walking with him because if he's present, there's nothing we, can, we have to fear, not even the mm -hmm. death, which yeah. is just asleep to him, yeah. you know, mm -hmm. he's coming to wake no, up. Hey, while you were talking, I'm just thinking about just, just any, any, anyone today, maybe on a lot more superficial level, but just, hey, they're just spiritually dead, yeah. uh, spiritually unmotivated. There's just nothing going on. Right. I can't, there's no, I don't want to do it. I can't do it. Just, you know, whatever, just any, any form of lifelessness. Yeah. I mean, that's, this, this is a, in, in that way, a very mm -hmm. direct way of, of, of resurrection yeah. Uh, yeah. On, on a much more everyday but superficial level yeah. in a sense, yeah. In the same way when Jesus healed the paralytic and he said, I do this so that you know that the Son of Man has mm. power on earth to heal sins, mm. to forgive sins. Mm. Like, I think this is the same thing of like, we're just like, wow, it's so crazy. Like he came back from the dead. That's amazing. Right. And like, of course that's amazing. And that's supernatural, but it's even more amazing. Like what we're saying, like, I don't think we should downplay it. It is more amazing what God does in our hearts than even the resurrection of Lazarus. Because mm. that's far harder. That's mm. far more difficult. Yes. Because Lazarus is just responding to like, okay, you said wake up, I'm waking up, all right. Mm. But it's like to live a transformed life and have an implanted heart by God himself, mm. like that, that is so beyond our abilities. And God desires to do that even now. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And it's important to note that Jesus does not say, Lazarus, wake up you know, or Lazarus, don't, you know, uh, revive, be <laughs> resurrected. He doesn't say that. He says, Lazarus, come forth. Mm -hmm. He's telling a dead man to walk towards him is what he's doing. Mm -hmm. And, and to, to, to emphasize what Kelly is saying, God is giving a, a command to Lazarus. And in order for Lazarus, that dead person, to fulfill his command, it requires life. And so God gives life to a dead person in order for that dead person to obey. Mm. That's the power of... Uh, power is the obedient. Yeah. Uh, that's yeah. the power of the Word power of God. Power is in the Word, yeah. yeah. Yes. And so when God asks yes, us to do something, yes, even <laughs> if our lives or even if our spiritual like, walk is as dead as a, a real person, yes, His Word empowers us to do that. Mm. It gives powerful. us life to be able to Amen. do that. Praise God. Just in the light, I need to uh, mention this point, that, as you guys said, that Jesus said, Lazarus, come forth. Yeah. He did not say come down, right? So He did that's not right. go up to heaven and come back down and go, you did not do the elevator Roller thing. Coaster. And Lazarus was wasn't like, sleeping. why'd you take me out of heaven? He you're, you're so mean. That's right. That's right. That's <laughs> that never right. happened. <laughs> well, Jesus does not have the power of life and the power of resurrection. He is the resurrection. He is the life. So Jesus has, is life original, life unborrowed, life underived. And that is the Lord whom we all serve. And we want to bow our heads before this master. Hopefully that's your prayer. That's ours, that he can give us the power of spiritual resurrection now in the present. I want to say thank you for joining us. We'll see you next week as we continue a study on Lazarus, but from a different perspective. See you next week.
You've been listening to Inverse, a Bible-based conversation with Callie Williams, Israel Ramos, Jonathan Walter, Sebastian Braxton, Siku Dako, and your host, Justin Kim. Inverse is brought to you by The Hope Channel, television that changes lives. For this and more inspiring episodes, visit inverse.hopetv.org. Find us on social media, hashtag Inverse Bible. Until next time, this is Inverse.